A very warm welcome to the Change Conversations podcast, where we help individuals to reignite the spark to look at their lives and careers with a different lens. Our interactions interrogate different individuals of all backgrounds who seek to be equipped for change in their careers and personal goals. I am your host, Mbumengu Betaga, and I look forward to bringing you impactful change conversations. Hi, Kevin, how are you? Morning, Pumi, I'm well and you. I'm okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you finally, we're finally able to, de- to do this. Uh, we've been like threatening each other for a couple of weeks now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's finally happening. Thanks for joining me. And for anybody that is listening, um, I've got Kevin. We've got a few conversations that we're going to be having today. And if you like our channel, please subscribe, like, share. Um, I think it's always great conversations that we have. And Kevin, in this platform, please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for me. Um, yeah, guys, my name is Kim Brits. Um, I run a company called Leadership by Design, where we specifically, uh, where, uh, where I specifically work as a coach uh, and have that, done so for the last um, 15 years. Um, uh, and also uh, facilitate leadership uh, programs um, and uh, online um, leadership programs, but also design a lot of training. Um, recently been appointed to the head of coaching for careerskitchen.com. So that's uh, an, a new uh, feather in my cap, which I'm really excited to be uh, sharing and uh, being part of. Um, and then hosted the lunchtime series where we add value to people's lives. And that happens on ebusradio.com. Um, yeah, so uh, it's a mouthful, um, but I get to I get to do a lot of things uh, that I love doing. That's fascinating. You know, you're the first person who's introduced themselves with their surname. Everybody just says, "Hi, I'm Kevin," or "Hi, I'm Pumi," and oh, they well. don't put their surname. <laughs> I'm quite, I'm, I, anyway, I just noticed, but anyway, I'm not sure if it means anything. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. know how many you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to make sure. <laughs> and, and I think I usually do put my surname when I, I when I introduce myself. But yeah, I always just notice somebody will say, hi, I'm Pume, and that's it. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so today, Kevin, we are talking around um, setting boundaries, mainly with the focus of setting boundaries in the workplace. So I've found in the past few years, um, people are really talking about looking after yourself, about being resilient. And one of the elements that you can do that is actually setting boundaries around your life as well as around mainly in the workplace. So, So speak to me, break it down for me. What do we mean by setting boundaries? What does that mean? Well, boundaries is um, what's interesting is that uh, we often, when we speak about boundaries, um, uh, people often have the misconception that it's something that I have to physically do. Um, and uh, boundaries don't necessarily have to be that. But, you know, it's boundaries are more of a mental, emotional, and sometimes physical um, uh, position that you take with, with people in how people treat you, how um, people behave around you. Um, and uh, expectations that you can set up for your environment. Um, and uh, it's, 
it really lends itself to, to um, uh, self-care uh, and uh, self-importance, self-worth, um, because we often, uh, when we don't check these things and we don't check how we're doing from an emotional perspective, we very often um, have people take, take advantage of your boundaries. So, you know, currently in, in the world, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a major conversation. Um, and if we don't actively get involved with um, what boundaries mean to me and mm. what, um, uh, what my expectation um, is of someone, uh, I very often uh, find myself uh, heading towards a, an environment that I don't want to be in or that's debilitating for me. Um, that I start avoiding, that starts affecting my behavior and my mood and my, uh, you know, so, and that purely based on the fact that, well, you have no boundaries in place. Um, in terms of, of children, if we look at children, um, children need boundaries, right? Mm. You put it, you give a child the, the boundary of where they're allowed to play in and it really contains the behavior within that space. Um, when you just let uh, children rampantly run around and run free, they kind of drive you crazy, right? So as humans, we instinctively need uh, a bit of boundaries and rules and expectations set up for ourselves because it will give us more framework on how to be and what to expect and what to allow within this environment. Okay, cool. But how would you do this? So why is it important? And, and I think you touch a little bit on that, but can you just expand? Why is it important that anybody can, must set up these boundaries? And, and is it necessary when you set them up that you communicate them? Or how, how does that work? So uh, for me, for if, if we look at, you know, in terms of work environment, let's start there. You know, um, very often we, um, as an employer, um, as the employer of that environment, mm -hmm. um, if I don't clearly commute, uh, communicate uh, the boundary for my teams, for my work environment, um, we'll often end up having um, behavior um, and uh, results that you may, un 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 what's the word, unanticipate. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what you want to try and avoid within a work environment because and when you haven't set up the boundaries and clearly defined what the expectations are uh, mm. around um, your team, how it looks, what it behaves like, um, when it's, when it's um, sharing information, what it sounds like, um, and really start defining the, the behavior of a team, um, people will generally want to push a boundary. You know, it's, a, it's an instinctive thing to see, well, how far can we get away with this? Um, mm. And uh, as human beings, we always, we, we're curious by nature, you know, so mm. if I don't know what the boundary is, I will absolutely, most definitely want to go and find out, right? Um, <laughs> and um, that also leads us to relationships. We look at relationships and, and boundaries in relationships. So whether that be with a, a colleague, whether that be with your partner, um, whether that be with your children, uh, in relationships itself, you know, boundaries very specifically lend itself to uh, the other person understanding what's okay and what's not okay. Mm. And we, we often find that uh, from a coaching perspective, and I'm sure you come across this often, you know, from a coaching perspective, because of my self-worth 
or because of um, uh, my limiting belief that I hold for something that's happened to me uh, way back when, I don't mm. generally, I might not uh, be able to articulate um, something to someone. Yeah. Um, and that person comes into my life or into my world and kind of just behaves and does what they do. And because I don't know how to articulate it because of this moment or the situation or this trauma or this past event, mm. um, uh, I suddenly find myself in a situation. It's like, oh, I know I don't like you because, uh, you know, this. And then because we can't articulate the boundary uh, or that expectation of the moment, uh, you'll find that people don't want to be in a relationship anymore. And I'm like, no, it's because you're always doing this and you're always doing this. And the other person will go, well, 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 what are you talking about? Like, why is this? So in relationships, um, it's really, it's really important for us to be able to set up a boundary um, and really, um, and also, you know, a lot of people want to um, feel safe when they do do this because mm-hmm. sometimes um, they feel that their boundary may be infringing or their boundary might be un, uh, unexplainable, right? Mm-hmm. Or, Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to some versions of, of a story, it might seem that it's um, ir- illogical. You're like, well, why? That, that's just silly, right? So you kind of go, oh, I don't want to share this boundary with you because I'm not sure how you're going to take this, right? But um, cultivating a safe space um, and, a, a, and a, a, um, an opportunity to be vulnerable with someone, specifically in a relationship, um, really lends itself to enable uh, a conversation around boundaries. And yeah. I think, um, please, if you want to add, please go right ahead. No, 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 no. I'm, I was agreeing with you. It, 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 it makes sense. And in a couple of weeks, I was talking about cultivating relationships. And wow. it really makes sense that in there, if you don't speak out, if you don't communicate what's working for you and what and what triggers you and those type of things, then it really, things can go pear-shaped very easily. Yeah. And also uh, to add to this, um, very often we think we have to apologize for the boundary, right? And, you know, when you set it up, when you set up your boundary for the environment that you're choosing, so whether it's in a relationship, whether it's with your work colleague, whether it's with your boss, whether it's with your child, um, we shouldn't negate the importance of the boundary and we shouldn't have Mm -hmm. to apologize um, it's my boundary because this is where I'm okay with myself and with you in this in the space with me. Um, mm. You know, we look at a work environment. Uh, employees often feel that you know, if someone phones them or sends them a message after five o'clock, they just have to do this. They just have to answer the phone, or they just have to now finish this last email. Um, And there is no have to, you know, the company's going to, it's not going to end if you don't answer this email by tomorrow um, or or later, Um, you know, setting up time for kind of going, cool, no, this is my boundary. Uh, What I'm doing this time is my time. Um, And uh, if you don't take that for you, it starts digging into your self-esteem, your self-worth, your your confidence, your, all of this stuff starts uh, depleting. Um, Yeah. It's in the fact that you haven't actually set up that boundary um, and you shouldn't have to apologize for it because it's your boundary. Yeah. But but what happens in in company environments where 
there's always just an expectation and it's become a culture. It's not like somebody, like your contract says eight to five, but there's that expectation that even after hours, you just need to be available You, if you're needed. And, and so what happens in those circumstances when you know it's really not working for you? How do you I, handle that? I think a lot of people, I think it still boils down to communication. I think the... We, we, we live in a world where we make great assumptions about situations, um, just purely based on the fact that it's easier to avoid it rather than to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, when we establish more conversation around, especially now with, um, with COVID that's happened, uh, work structures that have changed, um, expectations and people being home and there's so much that's that's you know added to this conversation suddenly the, the the i think the key entry point would to set up more conversations around um the specifics of something um mm-hmm. if it is a specifics are the specifics of this project you you really have to go okay cool tell me what is needed when is it needed by how many hours would that be uh and have that conversation so that's not only do you set up the expectation for yourself, but the, the person you're actually speaking to is also hearing the expectation that they're sharing about it, right? So they're, yeah. they're almost having a brain moment for both of you to kind of go, okay, we've had a good conversation about this project. You've set it up in a way that is allowing me to say, okay, cool, now you've given me the expectation. You're also saying this is the expectation. And there's sort of a middle ground that you can meet to it, right? Uh, And then we can also be accountable to it. But when we don't have the conversation, we kind of arrive at and going, well, why hasn't this been done yet? It's like you were said that it was going to be this week. And you're going, okay, but it's only Thursday. Like (laughs) It's still Friday, you know, another day this week. (laughs) So that's why, you know, but and people... um, you see this all the time. I see this all the time. I do a lot of training, a lot of coaching. And you, you see, uh, we make generalizations, right? In our, in our, it's just a, a brain to a brain way of um, dealing with information. We, we use words like every time, all the time, those people, then um, uh, how, um, I can't think of a, an example now with, with the weeks though, but, but we use generalized um, uh, words in our vocabulary to give an idea of a thing. And if we're not aware of it, I've just informed you that, oh, it's some kind of vague answer that I'm giving you. So if I don't give it to you and say, okay, no, it's the 24th of March at nine o'clock. Like you can assume, well, it's any between, uh, between now and the 24th, it will be sometime and you're kind of you know, thinking, okay, well, this has happened. This has not happened yet. Why is it not? Why is it not happening? You know. So then you get angsty, and I get like all shitty for a second, or sorry for saying, but like, <laughs> you know. Uh, um, and that's the thing. We we as humans need to have effective communication when we actually communicate, right? And uh, people will often say, you know, well, I'm a very good listener. And then you would go through one conversation and say, and say, okay, cool, tell me what you heard. And then they repeat half of the stuff. And you kind of go, okay, well, you're not an effective listener. You're just saying that because you think, what, you know, like you're not actually, and that's the thing we need to be aware of. You know, 
yeah. we often boundaries as much as um, we don't want boundaries to be crossed. We also have to have the ability to create a boundary, you know, yeah. and yeah. that doesn't mean you have to put up a physical wall or, or have a serious nasty conversation. It could be a comfortable kind of conversation and say, Hey, can we grab a cup of coffee? Cause I want to set the expectation. So you know, what's, what I'm thinking and I know what you're thinking and that way, you know, we can both meet the, um, the deadline. We can both know that um, we're not going to uh, let each other down. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that way, quick and easy conversation. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be a difficult one, but it is yeah. your responsibility. But, but I think, and I've had this conversation with a lot of people, the minute you talk about boundaries, people's brain go into something bad. You, like... And, and, and it's not usually seen as I'm just have one to, for us to understand each other, where we're both coming from. And this yeah. is my expectation. And this is what I'm willing to give. And once you cross this line, this makes me uncomfortable or this is unacceptable to me, that type of stuff. There's always the thought of it's bad. It's negative. It's, yeah. you know what I mean? And 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 how do we then take it to a space where it's not about bad stuff? It's just about how I'm feeling and you hearing where I'm coming from. So I, I always, you know, I always think of context, you know, in context to what it is, in context mm -hmm. to the situation, uh, the person you're speaking to, um, the subject matter, like consider what all those things are, because mm -hmm. that would you also indicate occasion of maybe if it is a serious, serious conversation, maybe it's a formal email that you kind of go, okay, cool. This is something big. Can we have a, like a serious sit down about it? If it's, if it's a casual work environment and um, just something that's, that's been difficult in the last couple of weeks and you're starting to notice someone struggling, then sort of sit down with them and have a cup of coffee and see if everything's okay. Right. Uh, and say, okay, cool, because I'm noticing you're struggling with this, and um, and I just want to know if you if you if you're not meeting the requirements, like is there something I can help you with? Um, and also, you know, if it's in a personal capacity, you, I I often suggest to people to say, I need to speak to you in a safe space, and when you preface that with anyone, the other person's going, oh, okay. Um, I need to be alert, aware that this conversation might be something I don't like, or this conversation might be an unusual conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've also shared that with my daughter, you know, um, with anything that I've ever done that's, that she doesn't like, or she's too scared to mention to me, she'll say that I need to speak to you in a, in a safe space. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's, let's, then I literally go and sit down and I make myself smaller or the same size as her because she's 12 so i'll like really go down to that level and and i'm like okay cool whatever you want to say say it and i then i i have no response i don't have any kind of feedback i literally just listen and i kind of go okay cool um and i think that's what people should should start aiming at doing is really consider the context of what the situation is, the environment, uh, and also, you know, if if it's if it's if it's your boss, um, part of that is 
you know, I think we often find that if, if it's my boss and my boss has this expectation and I can go, um, if I actually start setting that boundary with him, he also can see that, or her for that matter, can also see that, um, oh, this person is, uh, is giving me some more insight about them. Mm-hmm. They, may not, they may not respond well to it, but at least you have um, cultivated the confidence and the importance uh, of your own self-worth to look after you, to say, for me to be able to do this, for me to be able to show up for you, I need X, Y, and Z. Like, mm-hmm. is that okay? And how that person takes it, you know, you're not responsible for someone's um, behavior. Um, but then you also know, okay, cool, this, this is completely out of whack. This is not okay. Um, and then from that, you can have better decisive, um, uh, constructive decision-making processes. Yeah, um, because, because know, what, what happens if you're telling your boss and you're putting boundaries with your boss around, you know what, my time is my time after five please don't contact me or whichever way you 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 say it and yeah. they don't receive that well like what what do you do then you know in, in nlp we uh and that's for those who don't know it's neuro uh, neurolinguistics um and neuroscience mm-hmm. uh, and if you look at neurology and how people's neurology behave um we we have a presupposition that uh, presupposes that if there's a sign of um, resistance, there is a lack of rapport. And you're kind of going, yo, that's a difficult kind of pull to swallow because now like I need to, I need to really get on this person's good side to be able to just have a conversation. And mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, yes, you have to. Right. So, you know, I, I, I currently working with large groups of people, we're doing a whole big project for the Western Cape government uh, and dealing with teachers and, you know, when you're, when you're in front of that environment and you're doing training with them and invariably there'll be someone who kind of doesn't want to do it or has a lot of resistance, as the, the person creating, wanting to create the rapport, wanting to create a, a moment of conversation, mm-hmm. you, have to be, you have to be on, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you have to be agile almost like uh, like you would think of a cat, you know, agile in your approach. So you got like, a, okay, cool, that's not working. What about this? What about this? What about this? It's like, okay, cool, let me pay more attention. Let me really understand um, and say it. And then again, it comes back to communication. Have conversations often, right? And clarity and, um, and also Tell people who you are, you know, like, so for me to understand, for me to be um, um, sure about my, what, how this process runs, let me just make sure this and this and this. And then, or, you know, I would throw it back on my, my employer as well. I'd say, so I, I wanted to speak to you about something that's difficult for me to handle. I'm not sure how to handle it well. Um, I have to fetch my children between four and five. Um, and... I'm literally driving in the car or at that time. And then straight from that, we go to eating. And um, and I know that it's important for you to get stuff done very often when you're sending out stuff. Do you have a solution for that? You know, really turn it back on them and say, you're putting this, this pressure on me and I'm giving you my life here. Um, yeah. 
uh, you tell me what to do. Mm, mm. You know, so, and I think that's, and that's why we often make the, the mistake of assuming, you know, so, I mean, I, I'm guilty of that. So when I'm working with people, I'm kind of going, hey, dude, we, like, let's get this done. It's like, I'm messaging you whenever and like, then you get back to me and it just, it's like a train ride, you know, like we, we do, we work, we get there, done. And, yeah. but some people can't do that. You know, some people work differently. So, yeah. um, uh, it's also having and establishing um, what works for you, what doesn't. And if if you as the employee feel that this person keeps doing the same thing, you just approach him and say, you know what, I see that you seem like you have it all together and you seem like you've got like all the time in the world and I'm really struggling. Um, this is my time schedule. Um, you've given me the stuff to do. Uh, I still have to pick up my child. Um, I still have to make food, um, my husband's away or whatever that conversation is. Yeah. Um, what would you do in this instance? You know, so, and when you throw it back on them and you, you just get their insights because then their brain is on your life for a minute. Mm, mm, and they can mm. say, you know what, actually, yeah, that's cool. Um, I'll make sure that X, Y, and Z, right? Um, I, it's always, I, I think it's always the case of your boundary doesn't have to be a moment of of fighting with someone yeah. um, or establishing your authority it's not about authority it's about it's about self-care and self-consideration your self-worth and saying i'm really important um and for me to be okay for me to be like act, uh, act, uh, actioning that number 10 um i need to this is what i need right mm -hmm. um, and you help me figure this out so I can show up at level 10 for you. And, and, and I think that's quite amazing. And we underestimate that element. Um, and what I, I think I'm getting fascinated because most of the conversations I've been having at the core is about the communicating. And it's about the listening, hearing what the person is saying and communicating your expectations, literally. And, and you find that 99% of the time, the person would not have known that if you are not saying it to them. They've no. made their own assumptions. And hence, they're just going on with the, they're going on as normal because they don't know any better anyway. And you have not said anything. And, and it's your responsibility if there's a sense of discomfort or if you need help or whatever the case is that you speak up. And that's yeah. at the core of, of, of the bulk of, the, of these things. But I think most people, there's always that element of, but this is work and I'm expected to be delivering. And, and, there's, and there's fear of what is the consequence if I don't do this. Hence, they don't even take the time to have the conversation. Absolutely. You know, as you're speaking, Bumi, I think for me, I always, you know, share with my, 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 my coaching clients that, like, what is the North Star for you? What is the North Star for you? And then they'll get to a point where like, yeah, you know, that's what it is and that's what it is and that's what it is. And and then you kind of go, okay, cool. But now your boss is going to throw this thing at you. And then what we do is we take our eye off the North Star and you're like, oh, now I've got to do this. Now this is my work. And I don't know. You know, when you focus on the North Star, you kind of go, well, this is where I'm going. This is like my driving force. This is where I want to be and where I want to get to. 
Mm. Um, who do I need to show up to be that? How do I do that? Right? And um, if someone like interjects, do I lose focus of my North Star and then make that my center of gravity? No, you kind of have to keep focused on your North Star and kind of go, oh, cool, cool. Let me just deal this with this quickly. And um, let's try and handle it. Let's communicate. Let's showcase and share and understand um, and create as much as we can in this environment. But I'm still going to my North Star, right? Yeah. When, I, when I'm focused on the right things as well, because, and that's what people often get wrong. You know, your boss does this and he does it often and suddenly you see another ping on your phone and you're going, oh, now this man, oh, now this man. And we start going to that frame and then we create this monstrosity of this person. And meanwhile, you know, his value system, the way he works, the way he gets things done, his kids are um, maybe in high school already or, or university, so he has more time. Time, yeah. So he, may, like he has a whole set of different life values and, and things and reasons for what he's doing. And I'm, I'm measuring my life and my capacity and my environment according to that oak there. And you're kind of going, no, that is the quickest way to just, uh, you know, debilitate yourself. Um, you cannot make the measurement of your success and your ability based on an external reference. Yeah, you know, yeah. I look at the, the shows that I host. I mean, you've been on my show as well. And when I started those shows, I was like, so I panicked as well, like you. And <laughs> I going, well, what the hell am I going to talk about? I, I don't know all the answers. I don't know what people want to know. Like people are going to listen, listen to my like show and it's like, oh, what the hell is this? I'm talking about? like, he's such a fool. Like that's <laughs> like my own. And I was like, no, Kevin, get out of your head. Like, what is the aim here? And then I was like, my North Star is... I need to add value to people's lives. And I was like, ah, okay. And because I did that, that in myself was my boundary. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. That's the boundary. So you can comment on my show. You can come in there and say, oh, God, this, like, you, half the time you, you're umming and ahhing or you're saying the, like, incorrect words or you can't formulate proper sentences or whatever you're coming in to do there. But my, my boundary was set by me, for me, about me. Yeah. Now, you know, I do the show and I kind of go, yeah, sometimes I <laughs> make really fun. I don't read properly and I have to do it again or I make mistakes and blah, blah, blah. But it's an internalized boundary. It's an internalized focused moment that I'm having. It's got nothing yeah. to do with anybody else. Exactly. So, and, and, and as you're speaking, I get reminded, I once had a boss and yeah. this boss would drive me insane <laughs> because... He would literally either just forward an email, blank email with no FYI, at least when you're going to me, FYI, I know just for your information, or please action, I know what you're saying to me. He would yeah. just forward an email. And then I would make have to make an assumption. And true to God, I will make the wrong assumption all the time. Because it's either the thing that he just forwarded to me, he expected me to action, but yeah. I would assume it's my FYI. <laughs> and the ones that were FYI are the ones that, you know what I mean? It was yeah. a nightmare. But Kevin, I went back to him, I don't know how many times to say, 
can you just please put a sentence or three words, two words, please action. FYI, three letters, do something. And, but he was not doing it. And I kept going, I need to create this boundary around this thing because it's driving me insane. So at some point I literally had to go, every time I got that blank email, I would then go back, come myself and be okay with the fact that I needed to ask and go, what would you like me to do? Yeah. Action or was this for my information? Then I'll get a response. But yeah. up until I got to that point, I was driving myself insane because I would make the wrong assumption. But I think it was that part of really owning it for myself and going, yeah. the boundaries that I had created, it wasn't happening, but now I just needed to find a way that was working for me because this person was not getting it. He was just not getting it. But yeah, it just popped in my head. To add to what you're saying, Bumi, I think we also make the assumption that because he's the leader, because he's the boss, because he's the person in that position, he's supposed to know how to be the most amazing person. Yeah. We make that assumption. And some yeah. people, some, bus, uh, some bosses are assholes, to put it politely. They're, just, yeah. they're not nice. They just don't know better. right? Yeah. So you have to, even as an employee, you have to kind of go, damn, you know, um, if I don't navigate and adjust accordingly to this environment, because I love my job and I, I love what I do, um, can I, will it weigh up? You know, will it weigh up for me to be able to be agile enough to go back to and go, okay, so I saw you sent me 17 emails and seven of them. Um, I have no idea what's going on. Please quickly, let's go through that. You know, be be able enough to kind of go, some people don't have it down properly, even yeah. if they hold a position of power, you know? So, uh, and people will show up for you in a, in a way that's, <laughs> that is not useful. And you have to kind of go, well, this isn't useful. Like, you know, <laughs> one of my coaching clients recently said, oh, Kevin, um, uh, I've, I've been so, I've, I've been really bad and I haven't uh, done all my homework that I, that you gave me to do. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, uh, how useful do you think that strategy is for you to get to your outcomes? You, <laughs> that's the only question I ask, right? And you kind of go, well, is that a useful strategy? Is that useful for me in this point? It's like, uh, for me to get all wrapped up and you go, oh, well, why didn't you do your, work, your homework? There's so much that you have to get to do and, Kind of go well is it useful is it's not useful so I'm like you've got to realize it's not a useful strategy or a useful strategy and i think when it comes to certain types of people that are generally they don't know how to do it better um and there's that old saying you know people do better when they know better and if they don't know better they yeah. can't do better you know so you kind of have to and when you when you take that on and you understand it you kind of you, you're not part of it you know, you, mm. you get to a point where you're not part of that problem. You kind of just go, hmm, well, you don't know better. And systematically, I'm sure if you learn one day, you'll probably know better, but you obviously don't know better. Um, no, but sometimes, Kevin, it can be draining. With this dude, it was draining. It was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and you'll probably find if he doesn't, 
if he doesn't pay attention to it, if he doesn't change, if he actually uh, uh, doesn't start noticing that it's an actual problem that you keep coming back to him about the same stuff, eventually the reality was like I wasn't the only one in the team who was complaining about that. A whole lot of us were complaining about this. We would be having side conversations like, oh, today I got three blank emails. <laughs> Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, and I think is. those are the lessons that leaders need to learn as well. You know, they um, it's it's okay that you that you have people working for you, but it's not okay to ineffectively communicate yourself, right? So, um, and sometimes when you can, if you have a good enough relationship with someone, it's it's possible to go to that person and say, "Listen, uh, I really need you to understand that that this is not effectively helping us get to where we want to go here. Stop yeah. sending the blank emails. It's not. But if you don't have that kind of relationship, it makes it draining and difficult. And you know, it's it's um, it causes a lot of conflict. Um, yeah. That's also you know where you know this kind of stuff leads to whether a team will be resilient or not. You know whether a team will uh, really show up for that employer. Um, and if if, um, if if there's not enough education happening within that environment, um, it starts leading to other things. And then suddenly yeah. people are more sick and people don't want to come to work. And then you're like, oh, it's easier for you to stay at home than be at work. And every other day you're taking your child to school now. Oh, now it's every Wednesday. And, and you have to kind of go, mm, what's going on here? There's something not. And, and sometimes people get it right and some some people don't. Yeah. But you know, from a boundary perspective, again, um, it's 100% my responsibility to set up my boundaries, mm. even if that means a difficult conversation or a, uh, a, a, a very specific kind of email. Um, I mean, I <laughs> I've recently had to set up my boundaries because I've working working with a with an external vendor. Um, they have requirements the whole time and every other email that they send every other week has an additional line item to it. Oh, and by the way, we must do this as well. Oh, and by the way, we must do this as well. And after six months, I was going, no, hang on, guys. Can we, can we set up a set of boundaries or a set of um, uh, expectations on how this mm -hmm. is going to play out? Mm -hmm. um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you started mentioning here that was not previously decided on um and it i you know i wrote the email um really angry and then left the email for two days uh and came back to it and took out all the emotional out of it and then i was like okay cool sent it um and now we have a better relationship we have a purely based on the fact that i've like pushed back and said um, thank you for you know all the information you're sharing, but we we have to create this boundary. We have to have set that expectation. Um, yeah. And I, I you know I did think that they would they would uh, respond badly to it, but I because I'm focused on my north star. I'm going no, hang on. This is my boundary. This 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 is what I allow, and this is what I won't allow. And mm. stuff you're doing something I won't allow. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's boundaries are tricky, but they are absolutely necessary. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what is, what is the one last thing that you, you can want somebody to take out of this conversation? The one last thing. Um, 
I, you know, it's going to sound funny, um, but it's, it's a check just to love yourself. And it's a, it's a one line there, love yourself. And you instinctively go, but the, what's that got to do with boundaries? I was about yeah. to ask you, what's that got to do with boundaries? <laughs> it's so important, you know, like Mbumi, that we often, we often don't realize that um, if I take myself for granted, um, people take myself for granted. If I, if I don't show up for myself, people won't show up for me. If I don't take me seriously, people don't take me seriously. You know, so when it comes to loving yourself enough is, is really uh, cultivating an internal dialogue of going, well, how do I set me up for success? And if I'm setting myself up for success, what will I allow and what won't I allow? Mm-hmm. And how does it, how, what does it behave like? And what, what will those conversations be? And um, what will I start hearing people say? What will I start seeing on a daily basis when I get out of bed? Like, how do I see that? Based on the fact that, yeah, this is, this is I want to set myself up for success. But for that, I've got to be able to love myself enough to be able to create that. Because if I don't, um, someone else invariably will create it for me, right? Mm-hmm. And if, I, if I'm not actively involved with that process, with, with setting up those boundaries, uh, finding the self-confidence, finding my own resilience, finding uh, the, the, um, the, gene, uh, gene, the, the knee-jerk reaction to how I get up in life and do it again tomorrow, if I don't find that as an internally um, loved place, um, I'll struggle. You know, because mm-hmm. invariably when we don't set boundaries, when, when people are starting to infringe, um, you get stuff like burnout that starts, suddenly happens. You're working 20 hours a day. You're going from one meeting to another. You're not getting to everything. You're tired. Um, straight after burnout, you're like, okay, cool. I need to be off for six weeks. And then suddenly they have to put you on tablets. And then because of tablets and you're feeling, oh, no, I'm depressed. I don't feel like this. Yeah. It's such a vicious cycle that happens because I didn't love myself in the first place, you know, wow. love yourself, like love yourself enough to kind of go, this is why this is, I want to be part and parcel of what I'm putting out into the world. And even mm-hmm. it's the smallest thing that I can start actively doing. I, I always talk about micro habits. What is the micro habits that you can start impl- uh, implementing in your environment to have the massive impacts within your environment? Yeah. So do the small thing that you do consistently every single day. Do that. And then when that's down and it's habit and it's in your world and it's the awareness of it, then do the next micro habit. But cultivate your life, your world from internal, from an internal yeah. perspective. Because that way people will pay attention to it. You'll Next time something comes up in a conversation, you'll say, hang on, just so I can clarify, is this what you mean? Is this the expectation? Do you expect me to work after six o'clock at night? Uh, I'll put up my hand. I'll be able to put my hand up first because I know what reference I'm using Mm -hmm. and I know Mm -hmm. what I'm allowing and won't allow for my world. Yeah. I would, I would say, you know, love yourself, love yourself enough um, to, to, to give yourself that chance. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. This, this has been a, an amazing conversation. Thank so you. So for anybody who's hearing us 
please subscribe, like, share with some um, of the people that you think might um, get value out of this. So, Kevin, where do people find you? You did mention it a bit earlier, but if you can repeat for us. Yeah, guys, you can check it out. It's uh, on three places. So check out careerskitchen.com. Uh, it's all about helping people get to their next best career options. Uh, we take through uh, through a nice process of, of helping people get through that. Um, leadership by design, specifically around leadership and training uh, or any coaching that you might need. Um, and then lastly, on ebizradio.com. It uh, happens every day at 12. Um, so you can just tune in. Uh, and yeah, there's loads of podcasts you can listen to and loads of information just like this that we share all the time. So um, thank you. That's where you can go and check it out. Cool. Thanks, Kevin. I highly appreciate your time. And I think this was an amazing conversation. Thanks for me. Chat to you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Change Conversations. If you enjoyed our show and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and kindly post about it on your social media platforms. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Change Conversations with Mbume. I am Mbume Ngobedaga signing out and I will see you again next week.